Hey guys, this is the Power of Oxygen First podcast, and I'm your host, Dot Rock. I am an entrepreneur, a mom, a stepmom, and a scaling consultant who is obsessed with the art of hiring support and that dirty word we call delegation. I'm a recovering perfectionist who pushed my body and my limits to the extreme until one fateful day, I learned that just like pilots, I needed to take care of myself first. This podcast is all about the journey to healing, to getting clear on the desires of your heart, stepping into them with courage, and leaning into and asking for support. I hope you feel inspired to do less, to follow your passions, and infuse them into your daily life and truly claim the life you were meant to live. Hello, my podcast friends. Thank you for joining me again on another episode of The Power of Oxygen First. I hope you are having a magical week and just being able to really truly put yourself first before everybody else's needs. And I know how hard that is because I live it every day and I constantly am asking myself at the beginning of the day and throughout every day, what do I need today? What do I need today? Not what does everybody else need? But what do I need first? Sometimes that's just workouts. Sometimes that's food. Sometimes it's all of that. Sometimes like this morning, I dropped off Dominic at school and I came straight home and I took a two and a half hour nap because that's what my body needed. And that is not at all normal for me. But I could tell that I needed it. Um, He's been sick with strep throat all weekend. And I think just that amount of care and concern it takes to take care of somebody who's ill had just kind of maxed me out along with a a lot of other emotional trials that I'm going through right now. So anyways, the point of today's episode is to share a little bit of my why and my backstory as to how I ended up here. And I just wanted to reflect on this because last week Dominic turned 11 years old on January 30th and it took me back to all of that time and what it was like to become a mom and have everything in my life shift and why it has helped me create the life that I have now and the business that I have. So Dominic is really my why and I wrote this little reflection thinking back to the time when he was a baby and he was in my arms Um, and I'm just going to read that to you today and talk to you and tell you a little bit about parts of that story. I'll read parts of it and I'll just start free talking about other parts of it. Reflecting on this moment really has shaped, I see how it shaped my life and Dominic's life and it was just one of those pivotal moments and I don't think it was really that profound to anyone outside of it, us, but I will forever be able to go back to that moment and know I was deeply out of alignment. So here it is. This little piece I wrote was called, is called leaving. I sit here. I have my dream, my little dream in my arms, snuggled close to my body. My precious baby boy who I dreamed of having in my arms since as long as I can remember. As a little girl, my earliest memories are when I was four or younger, and I knew with great conviction that all I wanted in life 
was to be a mom and to have babies, and especially to have a little boy. Technically, I wanted four little boys, and I wanted twins. In this moment, we were in his room, his perfect room, that I had planned and decorated every detail of. I even had put pictures on the walls, which was something at the time I did not do. I had moved a lot, and I had deep-rooted fears that things like that, like putting pictures on the walls, would jinx any form of safety and permanence, and that they would rip my life to pieces if I put nails in the walls and settled into a home. In that moment that I still remember like it was yesterday, I was singing to him and rocking him and pouring my love into that precious little soul. I can still feel the leather seat, the leather rocking chair, the soft, white, fluffy rug under my toes and my best friend next to me on the floor next to us. Her name was Yogi and she was a 188 pound female St. Bernard and she went everywhere with me. She never left my side. Very much like Obi never leaves my side. But in that moment, I was singing to him. I was singing Be Still to him. It's a song by the Frey originally. But when Dominic was born, I started singing it to him every day and created our own lyrics. And it goes a little something like, be still and know that I am here. Be still and know that I am here. Be still, be still, my boy. And in that moment, I was singing that. And the inside of me wanted to scream. I wanted to run. I wanted to take us far, far away from that little room, from those safe walls. I remember that moment. It hit me with such great conviction that we were not actually safe. That this place, this 3,500 square foot mansion, I would call it, at least a mansion for me, in Tucson, Arizona, lined with Brazilian cherry wood floors was just not safe. We could live here, physically safe, but that we would never live our dreams. We'd never feel fulfilled, and I'd always feel trapped and unseen. And what I knew in that moment, rocking that little baby, is that we had to leave. Like, I had to leave his dad, my husband. I had to leave the home, the life we had built, in order to step into the life I knew we were meant to have. And there was so much shame. Sometimes there still is. Like, I'm crying sharing this with you. In leaving this perfectly safe world. And if I'm honest, I had felt that way since I had married his dad seven years before. We had been together nearly ten years at that point where I'm sitting there rocking Dominic. And I just... For me, I felt like my soul was rotting. I felt half dead. It had shut down all of my intuition and I had just listened to logic. But having this little baby kind of reinvigorated intuition. It was part of how I knew how to protect him. My logic told me that Dominic's dad was a nice person, that we had a safe life, that we were financially set. He was a highly successful man, a CEO, but it was a life that was the opposite of where I had been raised in a really bad neighborhood, hungry, cold, sent from caretaker to caretaker um, as my parents just kind of struggled through life or my mom was sick very often. But this life I had built with his dad was very stable, very financially secure, but I was not happy. I felt shut down. It was supposed to be the dream and it checked all of the boxes. But in that moment, in that sleepless night, with that little baby, my Dominic in my arms, 
I knew with every bit of conviction that that was not the life we were destined to have. And I knew I had to make really bold, really big changes. I remember singing to him and just knowing that the life I envisioned for us was full of adventure, full of life growing up in the mountains, full of a life filled with love. I wanted him to see what true love was, not what a good enough marriage was. Um, I wanted him to be with a mom and dad that adored each other and not a mom and dad that hid the problems and quietly never fought. Not a mom that waved at political events besides a man she just didn't adore. And I knew in that moment that it was time to walk away and it was time to start taking those steps. And at the time, I would have called his dad controlling and narcissistic, not emotionally available. And now my story is very different after all of the work that I've done on myself. I think there's so much of that marriage that failed just because of me. Of course, it takes two to tango, and he wasn't not at fault, but also, you know, we just, we turned out to be better friends than lovers and part partners, and now I would call him one of my dearest friends in many ways, and he is a great man who has a different role in Dominic's life than I would have imagined when I left that day, so again, it, it's not his fault, but I, my truth in that was that I wanted a different life. And just like that song that I sing to Dominic says, I wanted to be still. I didn't want to keep fighting and like living in fight or flight. And I wanted this different life full of adventure that was not going to be a life with his father. His father liked safe things. He didn't like to travel. We were very different people. And here I am, this woman who flies airplanes and jumps out of airplanes and wants to climb every mountain in this world and go to every place on this earth and meet as many people as I humanly can. And anyway, I knew in that time that that's not the life I wanted. So his father and I divorced around the time he was one. By the time he was two, we were fully divorced. And he and I, Dominic and I, moved back to where we live now, Durango, Colorado. And we started our life over. Um, his dad really is uh, enjoys work. And he stayed in Tucson at the time and stayed at his job. And he followed his passion for that. And I followed my passion to go back to work and rebuild our lives and live in the mountains and have a life of adventure and love and... It was, it was, it has been a wild ride. I'll tell you what, dating again after having been with somebody for 10 years, dating in your thirties with a two-year-old is a whole different thing. But eventually I remarried and I got my dream. I have a stepson who's the same age as Dominic. They're technically step twins. And I have built this life that I could have never imagined possible. And now let me preface that with, it is absolutely not perfect. I have plenty of struggles and challenges. Right now, I feel like I'm facing one of the biggest challenges I have in years and years. And it's personally really triggering. Um, and I'll hopefully be sharing more details of that as as I can. Uh, it's for me a lot about setting boundaries right now and a lot about learning to respect myself and have the courage to speak up even in times when that will create a lot of conflict but not minimizing my truth and also it's a lot about not being hyper responsive and constantly overachieving 
that's a lot of where my work lies is not being the person who is constantly doing the most stuff. That's a whole different thing. But I built this life with Dominic here in Durango and I worked several different jobs until I realized I really just wanted to work for myself. And so I set this goal that I either wanted to work for myself or I wanted he and I to move over to overseas to so we could travel more and maybe have some uh, nanny type support while we kept living a life of adventure. So I said by the time he was in first grade, I wanted to quit my job. And so I set that goal. And the whole point was I was dropping Dominic off at daycare and picking him up at daycare starting when he was two, actually even earlier than that at 7.30 in the morning and I was the last mom to pick him up at 5.30 because I was working and then I'd come home and I would make him all his food. He had all kinds of allergies. I tell you what, the kid was allergic to absolutely everything. Air, I joke, but he was actually allergic to dairy, gluten, soy, apples, beef, eggs, corn, penicillin, (laughs) pretty much everything. And uh, I had to make all of his food. So we would get home and I would just, it was just such a grit life. And that is a big part of what I no longer live. And anyway, the point is, is I wanted to work for myself or, again, move overseas. And so by first grade, I did just that. I started working for myself because I wanted to pick him up from school. That was my why. And that is still my why. I wanted to pick, I want to pick up both my kids now. Now I'm remarried. I remarried about three years ago. I want to pick up my kids from school. And I want to have those few hours after school to feed them, to ask how their day is, to help with homework. And it's like pure chaos this time every day. And then get them to sports and then pick them back up while I cook dinner. Like it's so valuable to me to be able to do that. And it's such a passion of mine. And I get that that's not a passion of everybody's and it doesn't need to be. But the conviction of my heart was to do those things and is to do those things most of the time for my family and to be able to pick up my kids from school. Even to this day, Dominic is like, I'm so excited you picked me up from school. I remember when you didn't. So it became our why. And that is what has built my business, is creating a business around those things that are deeply important to me. I want us to be able to travel. I want to be able to work anywhere in the world. I want to be able to have a team that supports me. And that became my passion to help other people create teams to support them so that they could actually be moms and live this one life. Like, I just believe with all of my heart, my kids are going to grow up soon. My relevancy factor is waning, and this is my chance to pour love into them, to know them, to have their friends over after school when we can. Uh, We have a little neighbor boy. He comes over often, and I love making electrolytes with them, hearing about their days, and just connecting, and when they have a hard day, making hot cocoa, and it's just such a big part of who I am, but I've built that into my business. And I think that anyone can build the life of your dreams. This little podcast is about that reflection of what it was like 11 years ago to have this vision. And now here I am living that today. I'm working from home because I needed to take a nap after dropping Dominic off at school. And we're packing to go to Vegas tomorrow to see you two in um, the sphere. And There's tons of stuff going on. Dominic had strep throat over the weekend, right? This is the life. My house does not look perfect. It's a mess right now. It probably makes my husband crazy. Um, A mess usually to me (laughs) 
in the house means we're doing a lot and maybe we need a little more home time. And right now, MS means we're about to head to Vegas and Dom's going to go over to a friend's for the week. But this is the life and this was the vision. And if I had not listened to that deep intuition saying that we were not living the life we were meant to live, I would not have the life that I have today. Again, my life today is not perfect, but it is a work in process that I am deeply, deeply proud of. And so I encourage you if if there's anything in your life that just feels like it just keeps poking you, pricking at you, saying, knocking at your door, I encourage you to listen to that because those inner knowings, they really mean something. I just believe with all of my heart that our desires, those little things that are knocking on us, were put there for a reason and they're put there for a purpose. And I believe those little things will change our world. I believe for me, that's changed my son's life. And he will go out in the world and make ripple effects because of this. And I also believe that I can help change the world just by doing that. So thank you for listening to my little story today. I would love to hear what your why is. And I just hope that you will listen to it a little bit and put on your oxygen first, take care of yourself and honor that in the smallest way that you can today. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to another episode of the Power of Oxygen First podcast. I hope you walk away feeling inspired to do less to follow your passions and infuse them into your daily life and truly claim the life you were meant to live. And I hope that you start leaning into the art of receiving support. I'm here to support you on that journey. Find me at dotrockconsulting.com or dot underscore rock underscore on Instagram. I'd love it if you'd go follow me and shoot me a quick DM and let me know what takeaway from this episode hit you the hardest. Sending you love and adventures on this beautiful day.